0: welcome back to dish it out i am your host kayla
1: and i'm twan
0: and we are your dirty dishes here to give you a lot of shitty advice from young adults who are just going through life together yeah um we first want to start off by just saying thank you like a huge huge thank you for listening to episode one we do apologize for not having an episode out last week i had finals last week and so i decided to just take a time to study and focus on my finals, and we decided to push filming episode two to yeah, this week. This week, um, however, unless there's something going on, we do want to be very consistent with the podcast. So thank you to those who stuck around and who are excited to hear us talk again.
1: This episode, we've been itching to talk about this yeah. for a while. This L-
0: is literally kind of what started the Bonifer <laughs> and KK May friendship. <laughs> it, and it really, was- it really did. Yeah,
1: because this is something that like that's like made us so passionate in it. Passionate in it (laughs) (laughs) Passionate Passionate About And if you ever Ask this one question What does social media Mean to us We would go on for hours.
0: Yeah, like a whole on tangent. And we've done it. So So. now we're excited to bring it to you guys because I've had friends definitely ask me for advice or how to get better at taking photos or Kayla, why do you like social media? And this, that, and the third. And I feel like it's just, it'll be so much fun to just talk about all the things that I dream about having conversations about in the future with my best friend, with a microphone, and hopefully with you guys. So if you are interested in social media, whether that's performing and And being in front of the camera, whether that's editing or whether that's just solely watching social media and people put their lives out into the world, then stick around. Listen. Yeah. Um, I think... Is it raining? (laughs) Oh my God. That's okay. That's okay. We will give a little preface, so we do want to just, just a look, just a,
1: look, look. We're, we're struggling. We're right struggling because this the, will not
0: always be us. We, right, we don't have a studio. We're we don't have. It.
1: We don't have a studio. We're sitting in my car in the parking lot right now, and we are Using the campus's Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. We. But you have to start from the bottom.
1: So. Yeah. You gotta start at the bottom because we're gonna have our own, you know, studio one day. So exactly. We, we all have Remember drinks.
0: episode two when we asked you guys in the. future Future. Do you where were when we were we? in the fucking car? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, but besides all of that and all those disclaimers, let's go ahead and jump into this podcast because we're definitely going to talk for a minute yeah we're so gonna
1: talk for a fucking minute i'm very
0: excited so the first thing we want to talk about with social media is basically just how we found ourselves because right our love for social media definitely started before twan and i became friends it did and as far as the way we wanted to brand ourselves was just a so, you know it was something that we thought about before we became friends and it only it
1: definitely elevated. definitely when i think about branding ourselves i definitely think about having like your own personality name like tv personality wise you know like lady gaga's name isn't actually lady gaga it's like something else you know yeah i definitely own twanifer no one else has used it before and if you search twanifer on any platform twitter instagram youtube whatever it is you'll see it's only just one person that pops up and it's me yeah this twanifer name came from me before coming out that was like my bullied name yeah like I had a best friend named Jennifer and we would always be attached to the hip. Like she helped me kind of go through my middle school phase of being confused and people would like target her, make fun of her for being friends with a gay guy. Yeah. And at that time I wasn't out yet, but like I had talked to her about it. I was like, Hey, like, thank you for sticking with me and stuff like that, you know? And so we became Twanifer. That was just the ship name. You know, like, in 2000s where people would, like, make yeah. ship names? Yeah, Twanifer is a ship name. <laughs> and,
0: but it's honestly really smart that he let that become his brand name because right. it is true. Nobody else has it.
1: Twanifer at all.
0: It's also really true. It's also really cool because you are a part of the community that it can be used for, you know, to represent...
1: LGBT, yeah, drag, like, trans, like whatever exactly. it is.
0: whatever it is, like literally it's whoever you want to be. Right, right. And I think that's really important to your brand. Yeah,
1: I just I just really sat down one day and I was just like, bro, 24 is actually catchy. Yeah. It just sounds so And cool. why would I
0: let, like, a name so negative
1: affect me? Exactly. When, when it can empower me, like
0: Period! It sounds
1: fucking cliche as shit, but like it really did empower me. Like, yeah. cause it was like, that name kind of holds an attachment to like me being gay in a sense mm-hmm. like that's my female drag name exactly even though i don't do drag books. yeah you, you know, know like but period.
0: <laughs> um so yeah that's really really that's really freaking cool i'm very Thank proud of Twan. when he told me that story i was like as you should like you go bitch you know you
1: know what's funny i remember i called kayla one day and i was like I don't know if I like Tuan of her. Like, should I change it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel comfortable with it anymore. And Canada was like, Tuan, shut the fuck up. Like, Literally. Like-
0: <laughs> I was like, boy, no. No, you're keeping it and that's on period. Yeah, that's on period. So yeah, so that is really cool. And I think that if anybody has a story like that, or even if you don't have a story like that, even if you're sitting in your bedroom day and you were like, My name is Stephanie, but I wanna go by star. Then you go by star, you be the star. Um, of your dreams. So, you do whatever the fuck you want. So, that's super cool that Ton was able to turn something negative into something positive and help find himself through social media. And that was kind of, like, his preface to it. Um, as far as, like, how I got introduced to social media and how I was able to find myself, um... I think a lot of it came from just the fact that I was all around a... I mean, I'm a theater major, so if that doesn't say that I like performing enough, then I don't know what else does. Um,
1: you know what's funny? Every time you say I'm a theater major, I just think about like that one Victorious episode where she says
0: <laughs> Chicago! I
1: hate you! Oh my god! <laughs> I could just see you like coming down on the, like the string like you. from the top of the stage singing
0: Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> I'm so dead it's true though but yes I'm definitely a performer I'm definitely I like to be excuse me I like to be the funny person I do not mind being an attention whore as long as it's sending Hot out me right as long as it's sending out good positive energy I right. love all of that Um and Whenever, I guess you could say, like, social media really did start to pop off, like, YouTube in, what, 2009 when everybody was doing morning routines and, and hauls and this, that, and the third, I was like, I love that. Like, I just think that's so cool. Period. Um, and I used to film little videos in my room, and then as I've gotten older and I was still just drawn to the social media world, the whole media industry, the performing industry, all that kind of stuff... I started to pay attention to a lot more of the content that people were producing that I was gravitating towards. And I just realized that was the same content that I wanted to produce, but I still had to find a way to stand out. Um, So I remember, I actually remember when I started to blur the lines of social media, I almost became a Tumblr girl.
1: Yes, I kid you a visco girl. Yes, you know, you know an, what's I'm funny? Girl too. You you had that phase where you had scrunchies.
0: Oh my gosh! Remember a candy tote Yeah, every on day, every single you day. You had
1: scrunchies on your um your hydroflask and yeah. you had one on your arm. You would come into work with like an anklet, with like the little lifeguard seashell yep. necklace. Yep, you were like a visco. I girl. was like
0: a dead ass visco girl, <laughs> and I also had the Tumblr girl phase. I had a friend who I'm still really good friends with at this time. Um. And she was a Tumblr girl on Instagram, oh, and I just God. thought it was so cute. So I was definitely the girl <laughs> who was like, um, "Just girly things," or I would right. like put the hand over my mouth, or I was like, like the Emma
1: Chamberlain one. Which yes, is, yeah.
0: like I was, I was that. But it wasn't. But the crazy thing about it is that as much as I was trying to be a Tumblr girl, I did not have Tumblr. So why Didn't. the heck am I trying to be right. something that I don't even put any attention towards? And same with Visco girl, I was like, I'm over here being a Visco girl and wearing these long ass T-shirts. But I'm my legs are cold. I want some leggings. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I went through all these phases, and which slowly just helped me kind of figure out who I was and what what I like and what I don't like. And there's nothing against visco girls. I still think scrunchies are super dope. I still wear a scrunchie every now and then. It keeps my curls looking fresh. But right. that's not what I wanted to fill up my entire feed. So once I figured out what I wanted, what I liked, you know, I don't have a cool name story. I literally, my social media is just Kayla Newsome. So Kayla Newsom. um. I was able to just, you know, just start making content that I was proud of. And that's kind of how I found myself through social media. And that's what has, one. I feel like once I started to figure out what I liked and what I wanted to put my name next to, it made producing social media content even more fun. I would say probably what the best way that Twan and I were able to produce the content that we like was Instagram.
1: Yeah, definitely Instagram was like the one thing that we did kickstart our interest in yeah i remember at candy topia we we were talking about like oh i want to get together and do photo shoots you know oh yeah like i i we should like think of themes and stuff like that mm-hmm. but with photo shoots and themes it you really are easily falling into the loophole of like wanting to copycat someone else
0: exactly and remember i remember when instagram had a big like facetune phase
1: facetune phase or like yes. pretty
0: girl phase like nobody struggled on instagram right nobody
1: because emma chamberlain really started that thing. She really was the blueprint of thirty year old blog mom for teenagers.
0: Exactly. Like
1: she really like set that bar high for all of us because we were like, oh if Emma's doing it, we can do it because she's our age and she's she's successful so we should copycat the same way she's doing so maybe one day we'll be like her. Yeah. And that's how I was
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh. Maybe um, <laughs> y'all loved seeing when I met Twan I kid you not. We okay, listen. Listen.
1: I it's both of our Instagrams gone through a glow because oh, Kayla God. Kayla's Instagram used to look like A friend that never, like, took a photo of each other before. It it was
0: so bad. It was
1: so bad. Like, it would be off-center. Like, no offense to you. You know No, but it's true. It's true that it would be, like, off-center. Like, sometimes, like, you know, like, that one friend, like, wouldn't care. Like, one hand photo. Like, okay, here, you know? And you would just be forced to just post that one because you're like, okay, that's the only photo of me.
0: Yeah. And
1: then, like, for me, it was, like... I was... I fall into the loop of, like, orange filter aesthetics. Mine
0: was a filter... I
1: was a filter, filter. whore. I was a filter whore. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, I was all about Lightroom. I actually still am, but I've fallen off of that now, but before, like, when I tell you I looked like a walking orange, it was not cute. It wasn't. Like, and I would find every single excuse to think of something aesthetic. Like, if, if it would be, like, a perf- perfectly cut orange, I would, like, take a photo of it just because it was pretty. But yeah. I'm like... But why the fuck would anyone be interested in an orange? You literally, know? Like,
0: like, I'm not interested in an orange. I right. why the heck am I why am I the posting world? it? Exactly. It's so
1: stupid. Like, that's just how I was. And Kayla was like, I remember this one time. She literally called me out on it. She was like, Tuan, why did you post this? This is so dumb. And I was like, I <laughs> okay. couldn't even give an answer. I was just like, you know. <laughs> I just do it because other people are doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, literally. I remember whenever I noticed the orange filter and I was just like, this isn't the same twine that I speak to in person. Like, it it gave me blog dad. Like, I feel like yeah. he was about to start posting, like, his kids' lunches. My kids' his,
1: lunches or, like... And his
0: puppy's, like, new outfit or something. Like, it just wasn't right. the same twine. But the twine that I meet in real life is super fun, upbeat, Like, goofy as fuck, just like
1: stupid shit all the time, literally,
0: just living his best life. And my
1: Instagram just screamed 30 year old dad, like, right? I just didn't. And
0: we were like, that's just not, that's just not, that's not the direction (laughs) that we want to go in. That is not how he wanted to define Twanifer. And the way my Instagram was set up was not how I wanted to define my name either. Um, and I would say, like, the best way that we found out how to get out of that was. I remember, and it, it, this just kind of goes back to what I said earlier, is that I literally remember watching a YouTuber who's super successful, almost 9 million subscribers, and she said, she was like, why are you producing content that you don't even search up? So I was like, on, right. are you following a whole bunch of orange-filtered like, people? And he was like, no. Right. Not necessarily."
1: you know what I mean? Like, why do I want to be a hot Cheeto Puff? Like, exactly. I don't, like, that's not me.
0: Right? And so once we were able to find ourselves and have that social, that Instagram glow up, like, y'all. Like, right. things just became so much more fun. The way we started making, like, having photo shoots just became so much more fun. Watch wow, do you remember our photo shoot at David & Buster's?
1: That David & Buster's <clears throat> was so lit. It like, was so lit. I, I think that was that one photo shoot where we actually realized we were like, oh fuck we don't need to be in a cute brick wall cafe to exactly we just need to be in the moment we got to live in the moment and capture that
0: which it's so interesting that you say that because i remember around that time just being so gravitated to people who were living in the moment on social media yeah and i think even like when you mentioned Emma emma chamberlain for example she i listened to like an interview she did and she was like I remember wanting to be so picture perfect, but she was like, I have acne. I want to pick my booger. I have to fart. My hair hasn't been washed. That's not me being perfect. I'm just lying to everybody on social media. She was like, like, realistically, I just want to be the same teenager that I always am on and off camera.
1: And it's crazy because nowadays a lot of people... There's now just that's
0: the trend to be th- raw. Yeah,
1: now it's the trend to be raw, but back then, there was also this trend where people would call you out on being a catfish.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I remember a lot of people would be like, you don't look like your photos. Yeah. And they would just loud and prod say that, you know?
0: Oh my, do you remember the highlighter thing? Bro, the makeup?
1: highlighter. If your
0: highlighter could not be seen from outer space, you did not have enough on. Yeah, Like, if but, the sun was not on your but face. But that shit
1: was, like, so thick and yeah. on that, like...
0: It was so it just, unnatural. It, it, it just, looked
1: like white paint on your face. It really light. did. It, it, it was it, bad. It bad. yeah.
0: But now everybody, you know, it's so important. I think that what's so cool about this generation is that we've added highlight to body positivity. We've we added did. highlight to people with acne. We've added highlight to the fact that it's okay to be raw and still be beautiful. Still be right, your right. most, like, living your best life. Exactly. It's okay to be drunk and be like, I got plastered last night. Right. And I'm hungover, and I want a coffee, and I want people to stop yelling. It's okay to be the mom who is like, my kids get on my nerves. I love them, but they get on my last damn nerves. You know what I mean?
1: no No one's interested in the freaking factory mom- that has a soccer van and four kids who is always perfect making lunches every day. Oh eat. my
0: gosh. Cutting her lunch, her sandwiches into hearts. Yeah. Like writing little notes. It,
1: it's only cute to an extent to where it gets repetitive. Like exactly. no one wants to see that. And then that. no
0: one starts to believe it anymore. Exactly. And, it's the, and I think what's made social media influencers this like in today's generation, so successful is because they don't mind being their raw selves. Like let's talk about James Charles, for example. How many videos... James Charles just re, uh, released a video, and it was literally an uncut video. Like, he just posted the raw footage. It was like an hour, mm. an hour he and actually, something long. He
1: did two of them, actually. Yeah. But...
0: And it's so cool to watch those watch videos like that, because sometimes it, we assume that the five seconds that we get to see of a social media influencer, because of how perfect those five seconds right. are, that that's how their lives are. And you, and, and
1: you just think that, like, he never messes up, exactly. he never cusses, like... He never does anything like that. It's just a one and done. Okay, I'm perfect. Right. Let's end this five minute video that was actually, in return, was like two hours instead of exactly. so Exactly.
0: And then we get to see these un- these raw videos and it's just super cool. It's a lot of fun. I mean, there's that other TikToker popping off, Sienna Mae, and she added the highlight of body positivity to TikTok and was like, bodies do look like this and they look beautiful and tight and skinny and and nice butts and perky titties, like slim thick. Like. Exactly, but she was like bodies. Also, we also have underbellies. We also have stretch marks, muffin tops, literally cankles. We stretch got, marks, literally. You know what I mean? Cellulites, and all of that can still be looked at and deemed as beautiful. So it's it just, is. I think yeah. that's super cool about this generation, and it just makes if it's if social media is something you're interested in just be yourself because it honestly just makes making content right. so much more fun i
1: also feel like this generation is also really big on finding like our true selves and like not sticking to like how millennials were or how gen x was we're really differentiating ourselves not just from like our views but also cancel culture like we've been big on that shit and oh my gosh. we really have but you know what's crazy is that this is the true ge- definition of what gen z is yeah. like, we're gen z right um this one example. We took a break off social media in quarantine. Yeah. And when I tell you, we went from A to Z, like, literally, one, complete 180. We were so Emma Chamberlain. We wanted to be TikToker, Addison Rae, like, yeah. cutesy so much, like, bright, uh, sunny LA, but we were in Houston, like, crop tops, like, tie-dye.
0: Egg- oh, my God, like, the tie-dye like, face. The tie-dye
1: face, like, high y'all house. know ha-
0: Liter- I kid you guys not, if, right. if you have me
1: on Snapchat, do y'all realize how many tie-dye oh You
0: had I so many tie-dye t I had so able. many tie-dye t but, 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 I mean,
1: it was cute, though, for that time. Exactly. Right, but it was like, we did that 180, like, we wanted to be Hype House. We even did a Hype House mock photo shoot oh my with, like, the white Hype t-shirt. Hype shirt. I have a Hype
0: House shirt. I, I a, hate you. I have a Hype House merch shirt. And no, but, like, you're a
1: fan, though. That's the thing. That's the difference between being a fan and wanting to be one. Yeah, that's true. You know, but, like, we escaped from that. Because of that break off of social media, everything was closed. And so we couldn't think of new photo shoots to do because, you know, the mandate stay at home oh, order. Yeah. We couldn't like just meet up and be like, hey, oh my God, hee hee, let's be in public together. And that forced us to kind of recollect and rethink and be like, Why the fuck did we do that one shoot? Or why the fuck were we acting like this in public?
0: Honestly, you're not wrong because I feel like even and not just us too. I feel like whenever I started getting on TikTok during quarantine, people couldn't just post themselves at the beach anymore, like doing a dance. They were like picture perfect, exactly. People started posting like their random two a.m. thoughts, and I was like, holy fuck, we think alike. That's raw raw as fuck, yeah. And
1: it's like the true raw trend that's coming out right now. And this is what's shaping social media now. Exactly. I felt like this quarantine really did change social media in a good way.
0: It did. It took a minute to get there, but it definitely did. Definitely And now people just feel confident in posting the content. Because it's it's the reason why whenever people tweet like, do y'all remember waking up and listening to George Lopez at 3 a.m.? Yeah. And it's like, those tweets go viral because we... (laughs) Everybody jumping on the trampoline, waking (laughs) you up like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, But it's true because like, Those tweets go viral because they relate to everybody. And I think at one point, social media influencers stopped relating to everybody because we were like, we don't get sent things from Balenciaga. Normal humans don't don't, don't get We don't
1: get bliss skincare
0: products. Exactly. But in reality, all these influencers, even Emma Chamberlain was like, I'm bored in quarantine. I have nobody to talk to, but these two cats... I ain't got no boyfriend. Right, I don't like, have a no
1: boyfriend. I'm single.
0: Exactly, and we were like, damn, we all are really the same people. We're
1: all the same people. We all live
0: the same lives. You literally can do whatever the fuck you want to. Right, and we it just it just became like you're right. It literally changed how social media was or how it is now. To be honest,
1: it really did. You know how do you feel about like bandwagoning? Like, it, oh, I just oh, bro, oh like, oh my god,
0: oh my god, oh my god. Okay. If, even if you are not a huge influencer, I kid you not, you could even be as micro as micro can get. If you're into somebody into social media or anything that involves like somebody copying you or jumping on to the things that you've created, you will understand how frustrating this it's is. It's very frustrating. It is so annoying when people bandwagon, especially when it comes to the things that people have worked so hard for. Right. And I will say that the reason why Tuan and I's friendship has worked so well together is because we were able to relate with each other in the sense that even if I am not, even if my major was to be a lawyer, the way that Tuan's passion is for social media would still be the same. Even exactly. if Tuan was to be a doctor, the same passion that I have for social media would still be the same. Our passions, to, yes, together they've grown because we've been able to do projects together. Yeah, but
1: we don't rely on each other to be like, oh, I can't do this without you.
0: Exactly. We
1: can literally separate parts and still do the same exact goals that we have.
0: Exactly. And we were able to do that. I mean, over quarantine, I learned how to do self-photo shoots by myself. Tuan has made Instagram videos by himself. We've both learned how, like, yeah, we've learned how to do things together as far as taking, like, shooting each other's angles and right. editing and stuff but like that. But it's all
1: complimentary. Like, exactly. it's, it's not anything where it's, like, please do this for me so I can thrive off of you. We can't just give it to you and then you can't even do the same back. If I'm going to take a photo of you, I want you to give me the same exact one that I exactly. just Exactly.
0: Don't just stand there and, like, okay, say cheese. And right. take one photo and end and it. Then, like, and
1: then you expect us to give you, like, 500 photos. Like, exactly. that's just not...
0: And it's just not... And it it it's it sucks and it's bound. I mean, it's bound to happen. We've definitely met people who did not support the goals and dreams that Tuan ha- and I have together, and I think even. At, and it's not that we want someone to lie to us either, because I think that's the other cool thing about Tuan and I's friendship is that me and him bounce off of each other with ideas after ideas after ideas. But Tuan has definitely had to, like, shut my ideas down because he was like, I just don't see that working out. Yeah. But you have to want to find things that adapt to your lifestyle that still make you confident. Like, I was trying to copy these trends, and Tuan was like, why would you be trying to copy? And it's not that you can't succeed at those, like, if you want to copy them. But right. he was like, why would you get another tie-dye tank top that's cropped when you look so dope in graphic crop tops? Like, he was like, why aren't you doing things that make you look different, that support your lifestyle, that that make you stand out? Right. Like, you're just going to look like another tie-dyed bitch. And I was like, I don't want to be another tie-dyed bitch. He was like, okay, well then stop- make
1: a tie-dye tank crop top exactly
0: like like, i kid you not like if you go to my tiktok i made a tie-dye like shirt like
1: video like (laughs) it was the blue and white one yes
0: yeah so it definitely can suck to not have people support you and who only want to be there for your successes and not want to be there for your losses and your struggles and be there to help you whenever you really need it but that's why it's so important that even if it is only you until you find the right people who are there to support you. Continue to put action into your goals. Continue. Because that's what Twan and I did. I mean, quarantine. The goals that Twan and I had for 2020 as far as the social media peaks and the social media things that we wanted to do. We had so many goals. And then quarantine came in, slapped us in the faces. We couldn't even do half of that. Oh, I kid you not. The way <laughs> 2020 talk to Kobe was like, bitch, your hair. you're
1: here. Bitch, you You got a dollar. <laughs> you got a dollar. Like, Like Kobe like, took everything. It really did. But you know what? Like, it's all about just sticking to your gut. And like, this podcast, we were literally planning on doing it right when 2020 hit. Like, yeah. we really wanted to do it like as soon as possible. Literally, this podcast barely just popped off this December. It it took literally a year now.
0: Yeah, but it was the fact that we didn't let anything. Excuse me, we didn't let anything or anyone stand in our way. I knew from the beginning who I wanted to do this podcast with. There was right. literally not going to be anybody else who could sit down and talk to me and be like, "Kayla." Screw Tuan. He's not that interesting anyways to tell me otherwise. And I would have been like, get out of my face. I'm doing the podcast with Tuan. Exactly. And we have a third person who we do plan on having future help with and being our audio producer. But as far as like being my main host to do this podcast with and find our names with Dish It Out, I knew I was going to do it with Twan wholeheartedly. It didn't matter even Aww. if it took two years, we were going to do it together, but we it's work. true, you it's know what true. I mean? And that's just the thing, you have to stick to your gut, it especially really in this industry. People are ruthless. And I i think the other thing, too, is that it's no secret that social media influencers make fucking bank. Right. Like, make a lot of fucking money. Because like listened... they just
1: go on the whim, and they're like, I'm going to take this chance and just, like, go yeah. with it.
0: Yeah, and I've listened to influencers. I mean, I was listening to David Dobrik's podcast the other day, and he was saying how if you are an influencer who has a million followers on Instagram and a million subscribers, and you make at least twenty percent of viewership from that, you should be making a hundred grand if somebody is asking you to promote them That's up to five. I know, right? That's <laughs> five late. plus, you know, amounts of content. You should. Right. They should be offering you a hundred thousand dollars, even if a company is offering to send you free clothes. They should still be offering you money to go along with it in order for you to post that content so at the end of the day you should always stick to your gut because it's even harder whenever there's people who don't understand you especially
1: es- parents yes especially parents, parents are the one thing that's gonna stop you from what you truly are destined to do you yeah know?
0: i think a big thing about that is just the generational
1: yeah it's a generational difference. difference especially with career like and their goals and visions not aligning with yours because they weren't they didn't grow up with technology. Mm-hmm. They didn't grow up with iPhones and like having a portable notepad in their pocket. You know,
0: uh, making money on social media was not a thing. That it was, was not, not known as a career. You know,
1: corporate path. nine to fives is what they wanted for us, mm-hmm. and because that's what they were grow they grew up with. You know, like they wanted us to be a doctor. They wanted us to be a lawyer, or like something that's like, oh, let me get paid so I can like you know tax or some shit like that. You mm-hmm. know but that's just it's different now circumstances change yeah you can get money and revenue anywhere if you're passionate enough to like make it your own
0: and i mean i can definitely relate to this because i'm the only liberal arts major in my immediate family my mom's an accountant my aunt's a lawyer um my grandpa works in agriculture like my uncle is about to go into nursing like as far as liberal arts and wanting to do theater or performance or social media that's all new to them like they don't they don't it took a minute for my mom to understand that world and to understand that yes instagram is a job now
1: instagram is a job even so like my parents with my family my parents uh stuck onto my brother being a pharmacist you have to be a pharmacist And even so, my sister is kind of in between that now. She does have a hobby of dancing. She does go to a dance studio. But even so, she ended up at the pharmacy as my brother, too. But I've just been more outspoken now. And up until 2018, that's when I graduated high school. That's when they were like, oh, my God, Twan, there's this new job called YouTube. If you just make videos and post, like, you can make 200000 off of this. Yeah. And I'm like... I've been doing this this whole time. Yeah, I've been knowing that. I've been knowing that. You just never let me do it. And exactly. like, And that's when they were like, oh, I, I'm, I didn't know. Like, this is what you were doing. I thought you were just fooling around mm-hmm. with the camera. Like, no.
0: I think it's, I think what's so cool about that is, and my mom has definitely come around and shown a lot more support than she did. Not that she ever wanted to not show support, but it's the fact that this kind of industry doesn't necessarily have to come with a degree. It you know? doesn't and so when people automatically assume or think about college dropouts especially from older generations they like for example in the baby baby boomer generation or um millennials if you didn't have a college degree you're you homeless were, yeah or you were working at mcdonald's and no parent necessarily wants that right that career path but and that mentality into, it's exactly. still there like, it is and it can be hard for parents to show support so it's just you know, it's really cool. I've been able to educate my mom a little bit more in the industry. And it's so funny because she gets on Instagram and she's like, guess who's doing a new haul? Or I got to... Or that's like, so cute. she'll be like, so-and-so got married. I'm so Aww. excited. And she doesn't even know these people. But she just gets right. so excited from all these Instagram influencers that she follows. Yeah. And it's so cool because it's like, that's honestly... It's just really cool seeing her... Um, seeing... The change of support that she's had in me and also implementing it into her own lifestyle and being like, yeah, I like social media too, you know? Right. It's a part of the new generation and she's been extremely supportive of us having this podcast. Um, and it's just really cool, like, to see older generations find a way to understand what's going on in today's time. Definitely. Even if, even if they still... at core don't know what the heck we're doing. You know what I mean? Right, like if I were to right. tell my mom right now, hey mom, we're in twan's car in front of our campus using their Wi Fi and talking in a microphone. They'd be like, like,
1: that's crazy, but aren't you in an office right now? Exactly. Like, or like
0: you could be working at nine to five. You could be making money and it's like so at some point you have to follow your right. dreams and you, you have do. to you know you have you to do, do what's best for you. You can't
1: just fall into the category of like, oh let me end up in an office job. Like Exactly. That's, that's, that's just not how this generation is now.
0: So we've definitely have talked y'all's ears off about social media right (laughs) we totally love it but the last thing that we definitely want to just address about social media and
1: there is a lot of things that's very toxic and we do hate about it too there's things that we like and dislike about social media but like let's honestly i honestly want to talk about what we don't like first just because we we've been ranting about like you know like oh, this and this and this and this and this. This is beautiful, you know? Exactly. But, like, there is just one thing that, like, does really, really fucking take a toll on you is time and consistency. Oh, my gosh. I hate... I always hate, like, being on a schedule. That's just how I've always been. This even correlates to, like, nine-to-five jobs. Like, I just hate knowing that, like, I'm constricted to a schedule. Like, oh, tomorrow I have to work at 49, blah, 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 blah. But even with when I did vlogging for a while... I would always be like, oh yeah, make sure to come back to my channel. I post every Thursdays because, you know, I record on Tuesdays and blah 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 that. So make sure to check on my Instagram. I I blah 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 this. How we post on this and it's just like it gets tiring because once you post that, like you wanted to get out of the way, but then you know once you posted, you already got to be ready for the next Tuesday. Like it's just like it just gets so tiring. It can
0: get it can get stressful, but it's it's honestly kind of like a pro and a con because you know that unless you are consistent, right, then you won't your followers aren't going to stick around for something that can exactly. be Exactly.
1: Right, right. Like won't be
0: there. But it's true that if you it can just get draining. I mean, I remember I tried to do Vlogmas last year. Right. On, do you remember me trying she, to do Vlogmas? She
1: only got to like the fourth day and she was like, fuck, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, it was tough. It, it was it's hard. very,
1: it's tough because like there's not a lot of things you can do every single day unless you're like fucking Kardashian rich. Like, exactly. There, like, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow where like, okay, let me do a Vlogmas for 25 days. And then,
0: then, then it would pour rain outside. It would
1: literally pour rain inside. Oh, we
0: Speaking of which, we were supposed to have a photo shoot before we filmed this and yeah. we can't control the weather, sadly. I, and it
1: fucking, and it's like literally. Really icy cold and it's foggy and it's raining and exactly. we wanted to like do a city shoot like it, that didn't work out
0: i think what makes it even more stressful for us just to add on a little tidbit about that is that if excuse me if you don't have for example the right support system or the right equipment or the right space it can be hard to be consistent because it's like okay i filmed a really good video on a sunny day in this nice hotel for example because my house isn't the nicest and I was able to film that on Thursday And I'm like okay hey guys Thanks for watching today's video Come back next Thursday Well next Thursday it's raining You don't have the same camera that you had You aren't in that nice hotel Your anymore Your wifi is down Exactly so it can just be tough It's definitely something that's a dislike But it comes with the job And that comes with any job right. So it's kind of like something that It's not the biggest dislike But it definitely can get stressful Right
1: and even speaking on with like You know keeping on consistency It's also really hard when you know you worked so hard on a vlog, which you had four hours of footage, and just for you to turn around and only see four people, like, are interested in your post. Yeah. And it it it, it hurts, you know? Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, it's not... Obviously, like, it's social media isn't just about likes and stuff like that. You're supposed to show your true, authentic self. But when you see that people aren't actually interested in what you're doing, it does hurt, you Yeah. Know?
0: And it can definitely take a huge toll on your mental health because you start to do number watching. You start to do follower watching and like watching. Yeah. And I remember at one point when I li- like I've archived so many Instagram photos. I have because to, actually they didn't reach a certain amount of likes. It's when almost I look like... back at the photos, I, I archived them also just because I, I genuinely like didn't like them. But there right. are some that I'm like, I don't want these out here because they only have half
1: right of the amount
0: of likes that i know i can get on something and it's like but it's almost
1: like the loophole of like oh i gotta be perfect so if this doesn't have the high amount of likes then i'm not perfect
0: exactly and it can just be really tough and even it doesn't matter what follower count you have even as a super small creator and just right now doing this solely based on passion because we don't get paid from it right um it can still take a toll on you and it can still it, it, it can stink honestly it's it really not does. one of the most fun things and at twin i've had multiple conversations with both of both of us, of me just complaining to him and being like, "My vlog didn't do good, or my Instagram analytics suck right or now." But like, oh my
1: god, like I can't post this now because it's like dark and everyone's asleep. like exactly. I, I need to wait until like five a.m. to post.
0: Right. And so it's like it it's it sucks that that's the mentality that has rolled in because of social media. I mean, let's not even talk about you know the fact that there's suicide rates and there's people who have changed their bodies just to look. Like the Instagram perfect people. Right. So it can definitely take a toll on your mental health, which is a strong dislike. If that's something that I would say the best advice for that and what has helped Tuan and I is the fact that we had each other to talk through those struggles with. Yeah. And we didn't feel like we had to resort to, okay, my nose doesn't look like everybody else's. Let me go get plastic surgery. Not that that's wrong for anybody. Do right. what you want to do. Do whatever is going to make you happy. That probably wasn't going to make Tuan and I happy because maybe the next day lopsided knows we're going to look good. So what are we going to do? Punch each other in the face. Exactly. Right. You know I mean? Right. So right. it was good to have each other there to talk rationale things out with and be like, I just need to vent about what's going on so that way I can let my mental health breathe and we were be we were able to be there for each other and listen to each other. But right. it can be a tough thing to handle especially in the social media or just performing arts industry in general.
1: It really is.
0: Um I would say another thing that can definitely take a toll on your soul- on your mental health is keeping up with trends
1: yeah keeping up with trends trying to be someone who you're not
0: yeah
1: just because it's trendy and it's like because everyone else is wearing it they're gonna look at you be like oh like when did you start wearing this exactly like you're copying me
0: and the other thing too about keeping up with trends is that it can be hard to make yourself stand out when you're following the trend right when everyone
1: and their mamas are doing it too exactly like
0: And I think a good example, I talked about James Charles earlier, but a way James Charles has been, it's like, let's use Brent. Uh, Let's say James Charles posts a rainbow eye look, and so does Bretman Rock, okay? Both post rainbow eye looks. We go to both of their accounts to watch both of those rainbow eye looks, because we know that they're going to make them for their personalities. You know what I mean? It's their art. Exactly. And it'll come across differently. But... For everybody, for people who haven't been able to find their, what makes their personality stand out through their work of art, it can be hard to keep up with trends and still being your individual self. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I feel like it's normal for a lot of people to look at the eyeshadow look that James Charles did and then they're like, okay, I want to do a rainbow look, but they're so focused on the inspiration that they got from James Charles that it literally just looks the exact same. It doesn't look different. You know what I mean? Right. It's not to their standards. And I would say that's definitely been the hard thing for me. I mean, when Hype House was blowing up, I wanted so badly to film all these really cute dances in front of a whole bunch of people like the Hype House did. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I was yeah. like, that's personally not my thing. But it can be, it could just be hard keeping up with trends and still finding um, your individuality through it. So, yeah. And I would say the last thing that can be a uh, struggle through social media. Cancel
1: culture. Cancel motherfucking
0: canc- culture. I, th- I
1: personally think it's just so dumb. I honestly don't agree with this because literally every year has an era of something that doesn't continue on to the next one. Yeah. And uh, obviously there is just this one point in this 2020 year where everyone's, and everyone just started looking at really, really old posts from 2005 or 2010 yeah where everything was different like mocking other races was just a comical act pretending to be a guy or pretending to be a, dressing up as a girl talking about periods wasn't offensive for feminists
0: exactly you know
1: like and they would just bring it up and be like oh my god is this you was this you talking about periods or gross oh my god is and this there's... is this you doing blackface like we but there's say like it's
0: not necessarily the fact of Calling somebody out on it because right. there's nothing. Because that that's the thing about social media influencers is that they're. It's not like they're untouchable. It's not like they don't re, they don't respond right. back to comments like but actual every celebrities human makes do.
1: mistakes. How, how would anyone know? You know?
0: Exactly. So I think it's I think it's important to call people out, but this whole idea of like canceling canceling just... and ruining people's careers and stuff it's like that's where it just gets a bit of excessive it's if it's not necessary you know right. what i mean and if you do feel like there's somebody on social media who you who their values don't align with yours then simply unfollowing them unfollowing like, unfollow them, them
1: just like let them enjoy what they built like why are you dedicating your time to cancel their revenue of fun enjoyment and they're getting paid from it just so you can be happy and then you never like think about them again
0: exactly and that's the other thing too is that there's people who are different like i personally i mean let's not get too political but i'm personally am not a republican i am not a trump supporter exactly however there is a portion of america who is and there needs to be influencers for that portion of america regardless if my values or viewpoints don't align with theirs because of the things that Trump has said in the past, and, right. and other situations that I feel like in my eyes would be deemed v- like valuable reasons to not be a Trump supporter, that doesn't matter to me at the end of the day. It because doesn't. I'm not a Trump supporter, so I'm not going to follow the influencer who is. But there's influencers out there who are
1: who are like you got to be like me to be around me. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna stand this. You're in the you're in the vicinity of me, so you have to be like me, or you can go away, or I'm gonna cancel you. I'm gonna put a lawsuit, and you're like no. Leave them be.
0: Yeah. Like like, do, like let the pe- let them be influencers for other <laughs> For the people who do agree with them. So, I just think cancel culture is kind of stupid. It's so stupid. I think the other reason why cancel culture has become so popular in this generation is that everybody just wants to know the drama. Everybody wants to know the tea. And I kind of fall, like, slight victim to it. I do follow TikTok from on Instagram because I do be ready to know that tea. But as far as, like... But there's a
1: difference of, like, wanting to know tea and actually spreading it.
0: Yeah. And it's, like, I just want to know what the drama is. But I'm not going to call anybody out or cancel anybody or, um... They need to go. You are going to
1: jail! Like, <laughs> like no. it's never
0: that serious. Like, unless somebody has totally yeah. harmed and disrespected somebody. Like Or, like, or like when that
1: time of the Hype House, like, their nudes got leaked, like, and they're like, oh my God, like, what was my helicopter? Like, Tony yes. Lopez helicopter. Like, like,
0: let his helicopter breathe. If it, right. it somehow ended up on Twitter and, and Tony right. doesn't want to do anything further about that, then he doesn't have to. Right. You know what I mean? Or, like, when the little hoodie. Stuff came out about him saying the N-word. Let him pay regard to what happened. Let him take a minute to breathe and to explain himself and to give a sincere apology. But even so if- that
1: our argument isn't even valid because everyone listens to WAP. Everyone listens to Nicki Minaj. They say the N-word. Even if you're not saying it, you're listening to it. It's going to be wired into your slang and vocabulary. But it's just like... You have to know... You you just have to be respectful towards it, you know?
0: And so give Little Huddy the the benefit... Not necessarily the benefit of the doubt, because I wasn't impressed when I saw him say it either. But it was more so like I was more... At that point, I couldn't go back and change the past. So I was more so looking forward to the sincere apology that he was going to have about it versus... Let me just associate Le- the N word with him. So, anyways, we go into another rant about cult- cancel culture, but it definitely is something that has gone too s- really crazy, too it's been too far. But besides all the dislikes, but there there
1: is like the only end of the spectrum of like positive things about social media. Yeah. Like there's so many like branches of. Social media jobs you can do, like, if you want to be in PR, you can literally make your own business, you can join a business, you can become a social media manager, you can just make so many careers out of anything social media-wise, and that's just, like, a really, really positive It's literally
0: giving people, I mean, it's just giving people the opportunity to share their interests to a worldwide of people who they didn't even know liked those things you know what i mean we see tiktok videos blow up of a dog dancing and you're like holy cow there's a million other people in this world who like to watch dogs dancing yeah you know what i mean like it doesn't only like apply to my 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 for you page it's such a
1: general broad thing of like it kidders to everyone
0: i think my favorite part about working in social media is the fact that it lets me be my own boss and it lets me pursue yes. anything
1: because um, time social media runs on your time it
0: does
1: and we're gonna be saying that a lot like yeah, yeah, we are is. social media runs on your time you're the boss of your own self and that's why i'm just so excited to you know like persuade people in our ge- especially in our generation to like nine to five's not for you i'm gonna just be honest with you right now
0: if they are not for you Go pick up a camera and see if you like... No, I'm kidding. Um, I'll pick up a camera right now. But (laughs) figure out what is for you. But for me, at least, I like the fact that I get to be my own boss. I think it's super cool that I have had companies and Instagram accounts reach out to me and are like, hey, I want to collaborate with you or send you stuff or can I give you a promo code or cool things like that. And I... Because I am the name for my own brand, I get to determine whether I want to accept or deny that project or that opportunity, or if I want to negotiate prices and stuff like that because of the fact that it's my name on my brand and Mm -hmm. I'm my own boss. So I love that about social media. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And really, anyone can be the next Emma Chamberlain. Yeah. You know, not to be like, oh, you have to be Emma Chamberlain, but like anyone can be the next millionaire you could be the next person to own a million dollar makeup chain mm-hmm. or like the next youtuber on Jimmy Fallon like exactly it's just open to anyone it's open game and that's why social media is just so endless of opportunities
0: mm-hmm. and on top of it allowing you to produce anything the best part about social media and the and i would say the reason why like if you were to like summarize or define what social media is it literally lets anybody create produce and distribute whatever content they want to and you get to do it from your fingertips like you don't have to go into an office you don't have to have the craziest equipment you can work with the sunlight as you're lighting you can you can work and collaborate with whoever you want to it doesn't always have to go through a contract or through a manager from headquarters to this that and the third It literally is from your fingertips and you get to create produce and distribute the content that you want to put out for others to see And that's honestly... Period. Yeah. And that's on period. And that's on period. Literally. But we have probably ranted and talked your ears off about social media. (laughs) And if you guys have any questions or you would definitely like to hear us talk about social media or another topic in social media again... Do not be afraid to let us know. Yes. Um, Thank
1: you so much for listening. I know. Like, this is basically it. Yeah, like, it really is. We, we condense it as much as we can. Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, if you enjoyed our podcast, make sure to um, favorite this website, Anchor FM slash Dish It Out Pod. We also have our personal Instagrams there in the description. Mine is at Twanifer. It's T-U-A-N-N-I-F-E-R.
0: And mine is at Kayla M. Newsome, K-A-Y-L-A-M, and then Newsome, N-E-W-S-O-M-E. Yes. So thank you guys so much for listening to us just rant and probably give some shitty advice. But, you know, uh, I
1: mean, I I hope it...
0: I know. I hope it helps. (laughs) Um, Don't forget to be yourself. Be authentic. Leave those dirty dishes and go do whatever the fuck you want to do because you are that bitch. We will see you guys in episode three. And yeah, that's all. Okay, bye. Bye.